Sticking with the plan, question mark, Tom Brady. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Are you sticking with your plan to retire? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. 12 is, he's back, back. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests, Tampa Bay Times Bucks writer Rick Stroud. Former NFL executive Mike Tannenbaum. Plus, from AMC's The Walking Dead, actor Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Okay, everybody. Tom Brady's not the only Michigan man back. I'm back. <laughs> Did you go After somewhere? a weekend. Where hey. Would, where would you have gone? I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show live from Los Angeles, California on an insanely busy March day in 2022. I am your humble host uh, sitting here for the first three hours of a uh, a back-to-back for me. Um, I'm doing this show, <laughs> thus me being here right now, talking into this microphone. And then uh, after this three-hour show, I'll go up the road to 405 to NFL Network and host the three hours of free agency frenzy. That literally began in earnest, uh, legally, um, a minute and a half ago. Hey. (laughs) So, um, lots to discuss today. And Chris Brockman, you will be a very busy man because I don't recall in, uh, in the certainly quarter century plus, I've been fortunate enough to do this since showing up on the set of Sports Center in 1996, um, I don't Congrats. recall there ever being an NFL free agency period at the same time as a Major League Baseball free agency period um, because we're seeing that right now. And wait a minute. We got brackets. Hey. We got brackets. So we got brackets. We've got Major League Baseball free agency and the NFL free agency negotiating window because you can't call it legal tampering because tampering's illegal. Um, so um, it's a negotiation window in which you can now legally talk to players you've just been whispering under the table to. And so that's happening as of now two and a half minutes ago. And news is popping. And Brockman, you're going to have to be all over that for me today. Okay? Our first big news. Bucks, Breaking news. Bucks free agent guard Alex Kappa going to the Bengals, four okay. years, forty million. There you go. All right. I don't know what that really means. I, I do. Okay. Let's just uh, let's just uh, talk about this. Um, Alex, you knew here who's coming back. <laughs> Did he miss what? All, the, all the notifications I mean, yesterday? Alex, you didn't you didn't hear it? Because everybody heard it yesterday. Tom Brady's coming back. Hey, oh. Tom Brady's coming back. Can I hit? The heat check drop just once. Because we well, just well, this was the first Mike, will you just let me host the show? I'm sorry, Rich. <laughs> you handle this. You is it because I didn't say hello to you? Yeah, I'm upset. Hey, Mike, no, okay. good to see you. Good to see you. Rich. How are you, TJ okay, Jefferson? I good just, to see you. I got over two there. words to say to wrestling fans, and they'll get it. And that's hey yo. Okay, there Woo. we go. So, um, hey everybody, I don't know if you heard this, Tom Brady's coming back, and the question is, how's he coming back if he technically never left by retiring without saying the word retiring in a social media post or or three? Um, Because he definitely left the arena in an Instagram slash Twitter posting, 
couple of days after it was leaked, he was going to retire. And who knew what plans were blown up because that news leaked out? Tom Brady was searching for the mole like uh, no way out. And he (laughs) found it, I think. And and then he goes about his business. And his business was, uh, I don't know what it was. Making movies with Rita Moreno and figuring out what his next move was. And Is that still happening, by the way? I don't know. But whatever it is... Clearly wasn't lighting his fire. (laughs) Whatever he was doing, clearly didn't take his mind off of whatever competitive juices were flowing. And I'm sure whatever competitive juices were flowing certainly overflowed when Aaron Rodgers' news broke and Russell Wilson's news broke. And he's like, come on, man. (laughs) You're saying Jane Rita and Lily weren't the teammates he was looking for? I'm saying he can't quit. Us. And we can't quit you either, Tom. Welcome back. That's what I'm saying. And I'm also saying, you know what? As immortal as he appears, as his numbers support the first ballot Hall of Famer, he clearly has been for well over a decade plus. Despite all of that, he's just like us. Kind of like that. Us Magazine, celebrities, feed the parking meter, just like us. They got toilet paper on their shoes, just like us. Tom Brady's just like us. Because Tom is not the first and won't be the last person to change his mind after breaking up with somebody on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Just like us. He can't. Figure stuff out without working through it. Just like us, he's got to, you know, remind us after he's left that he's not gone. Never say never. We'll see how it looks in June. (laughs) It took five weeks. And all I'm saying is thank you, man. How much more interesting is that Bucks at Cowboys game looking to you now? How about the Rams at the Bucks game? How about the Chiefs in the Bucks game? How about all those games on the Buccaneers schedule? How about the fact that the Bucks announced a few weeks ago they're wearing their creamsicle uniforms this year? We're going to see Tom and creamsicle after all. And Aaron Rodgers is coming back to Green Bay. And yeah, Russell Wilson's going over to Denver. But Tom's coming back for year 23, and that just makes it that much more interesting, does it not? And after all of the 22 years and us wondering, how is his career endgame going to play out? The answer from Tom Brady is, I have no idea. (laughs) I have no clue. We always thought it was some clean break. Him strolling off into the sunset, gleaming off of his umpteenth Lombardi trophy. And I guess him handing off to Leonard Fournette in that division playoff round loss. I guess that didn't sit well with him just like the rest of us being his last snap of his career. We were all stunned. That's what we said when he announced his retirement. 
without using the word. As you pointed out, Chris, on your Twitter feed, you being Mr. 11.997 on the <laughs> TB12 heat check. Yeah, I've been telling you guys. Well, it definitely didn't sit well with us that somebody who looks as great as he's looked at the stage of his career that he's at decided to step away. Didn't sit well with me. We were wondering what's up with that. Well, I guess so was Tom. Michael Irvin came on this show. Tuesday of Super Bowl week. He told us after he retired. He didn't like going back home that much sometimes because he was the boss where he was and now he's being bossed at home. Is that what it was with Tom? Who knows? You know what? I don't care. He's coming back. (laughs) And this is amazing. Yeah. And how about this? It kind of balances out the quarterback disparity between the conferences. Or it begins to try and balance it out because Russell going from the NFC to the AFC certainly made it more unbalanced. I dig it. I can't be more happy yeah, about this. Amazing. It's just, it, it, it's not only stuff for obviously us to talk about, but look at every single game on the Buccaneers schedule and you tell me if that makes it much more interesting. And the fact that Tom couldn't leave under the circumstances or just couldn't leave at all. Shows he might have a little touch of the farve in him. Who cares? Couldn't be more fantastic. And now there's the other issue of, of, of uh, who else? Where else? Well, Rodgers is back in Green Bay. And Devontae Adams says, according to my colleague Ian Rappaport of the NFL Media Group, I'm not playing. As long as you just franchise tag me, as you know, we say here all the time, I'll just remind you in case you're new here for some reason, A, where you've been, B, in the NFL media world, if a player, once the franchise tag is applied, that's one way to put it, it's applied, it can be applied, they place the franchise tag on somebody who doesn't mind it. Young kid, up and coming, figuring it out. You're Kirk Cousins. You know you're about to make $200 million off of this franchise tagging that happens to you for the next 10 years. We'll talk about that on the show. But if you don't like it, it's slapped on you. Slapped. Slapped on you. And it appears to have been slapped on Jamal Adams, who's like, okay, you know, (laughs) I see what's going on around here. Aaron Rodgers is coming back. You ask, uh, you ask AR twelve how he likes it if uh, DA seventeen is sitting out. Now then, we've seen the Packers play this leverage game quite a bit. They played it with Aaron Rodgers quite a bit too. They're like, "You're under contract. Where you going to just sit at home? You're going to retire? You're going to go to Jeopardy?" Guess what happened? He came around. Trust began to be formed, and then Aaron Rodgers had the leverage again. His cap number was insane. What are we going to do about it? You want me to stay here? I kind of love you guys a little bit more. Let's do it. Whatever the it is, we don't know. And that's what Andrew Brandt said last week, that the contract that's coming, they can't wait to read the terms. And if Aaron Rodgers is coming back for whatever he's coming back with, and Devontae Adams is only going to play for one year because that's the leverage, the Packers are going to basically say, we have you under contract. You don't want to play. You don't want to play. I don't know what to tell you. What are you going to tell Aaron? We'll figure it out. Brian Gutekunst's life right now is no doubt 
um, intense. Zadarius Smith just got cut because cap space needs to be created with whatever they're creating. Can they come up with, there's some number sitting out there that they can pay Devontae Adams long-term and figure it out and kick more cans down the road. That can be done. The question is, will they and how and when and what time because new league year opens up on Wednesday. And to Devontae Adams, all I'm going to say is this. You go, man. Leverage. That's it. Everyone in the NFL in front offices understands one language and one language alone it's leverage if they have it they will exact it if they don't have it they will seek it out and players know it and if you've got the leverage you swing that lead pipe man and go for it Kirk Cousins had the leverage he actually got a friggin' raise are you kidding me (laughs) we'll talk about that again later on in the show He had it. He swings it. He's amazing at it. Whatever leverage Brian Hoyer has over the Patriots, I don't know. It's incredible. It happened again. We'll talk about that later on. You have it. You swing it. Adams has it to the extent that Aaron Rodgers is coming back. You think he's coming back to not play with Devontae Adams? Of course, that was his level of expectation when he agreed to just the hashtag year 18. What about year 19, year 20? It depends on what they do with Adams. If Adams plays on the tag, then what Andrew Brandt said last week about this just being a one-year deal with a ton of window dressing to formulate the cap space to keep this gang together for one more year and then turn things over to Jordan Love takes on a heck of a lot more credence, doesn't it? Adams deserves to be paid long-term just like everyone else, and he deserves it from this team, and I don't blame him for wanting it. The question is, is how much does that leverage play against the fact that the collective bargaining agreement allows the Packers to put the franchise tag, slap it on him? This is going to be an interesting 24 to 48-hour period for Green Bay, and it doesn't have to all hammer out right now. This team has all the way through to the summer to figure out a long-term deal on Devontae Adams, which would make for interesting, you know, April practices when you come in for the opening of the practice schedule and the OTAs and things of that nature. Hey, where's Devontae? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. You know, Aaron might give it give an R-E-L-A-X or the old Aaron Rodgers. Well, this is not what I was agreed to. And I hope they, they figure this out. They better figure this out. I don't know what's coming, what thumb he's going to put on the scale. But that's what's going on in the Packers world right now. And all I will counsel and say, it's not the end of the world. It is awkward. It definitely makes things more intense in that front office right now. They are going to have to make a ton of cuts to get under the cap. Zadarius Smith might be the first of many. But you swing that, whatever leverage you got, Devontae Adams. Get your piece. Get your bag. And then we'll see if this is a a one-shot deal for Rodgers and the rest of them. And then we'll be talking all year long about, is this the end of Aaron Rodgers' tenure? Is this not? Is this the last dance? Is it not? And on top of it, get ready. Because the one thing that Tom Brady's going to get coming back that he didn't have this year is, is this the end for you, Tom? Oh, boy. Mm. 2022's NFL season just got that much more interesting, and we haven't even talked about Deshaun Watson, which we will. 
Mike Tannenbaum, longtime general manager in this business, Jets, Dolphins, now uh, in the world of punditry. He will join us in the middle of hour number two to tell us to read into some of these tea leaves what these numbers and dollars and contracts truly mean. Also in hour number three, Jeffrey Dean Morgan plays Negan on The Walking Dead. He and the Seattle Seahawks fans feel today like they took Lucille right in the nards. We'll talk to him. He's got a lot on his mind. I told you Bobby Wagner is going to get a ton of interest. And how about the Cowboys calling him up over the weekend? Dan Quinn, as we know, was a Seattle Seahawk assistant in D.C. Mm-hmm. before he got plucked by Atlanta. It makes sense. That would be incredible. Amari Cooper's now a Cleveland Brown. Lots to talk about on this show, and I'm loving the fact that I have an opportunity to talk to you as well. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial on the program. When we come back, Rick Stroud, our friend from the Tampa Bay Times. Last time we talked to him, he was getting a ton of heat from fans because he was pointing out the obvious. Hey, right now it's Blaine Gabbert's gig. That's all they got. Blaine, you're all we got. (laughs) And it looks like Blaine goes back to his role for the moment of armrest in case Brady gets drunk at a Super Bowl party. So that's appearing to be the case. Exciting times. We'll talk to you as well at 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Before we go, let's talk about Callaway, Odyssey, putters. Everyone in golf says they're number one at something, but Odyssey, when they say they're number one in terms of being the number one putter on tour, there is something behind it. Odyssey was the number one putter on every major tour in 2021, number one in worldwide wins, and the last 37 major championships across the PGA, LPGA, and Champions Tours. Not only did more pros play an Odyssey putter in those majors, but more pros won major championships in 2021 with an Odyssey. You also may have heard Xander Shoffley brought home gold last year with an Odyssey putter as well from Tokyo. Being the number one putter on tour takes more than a good year. It takes consistent performance and a steady stream of game-changing innovations like the legendary white-hot insert I've been telling you about. Same with the tri-hot 5K. New and mind-blowing for you. Classic blade with the forgiveness of a mallet. That doesn't even make sense, but it's an example of why the players in the world, the best players, rely on Odyssey putters when it matters most. See what makes Odyssey the number one putter on tour today at odysseygolf.com. Rick Stroud, when we come back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. 
superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Back here on our terrestrial radio outfit on the Rich Eisen Show. He's one of our go-tos and uh, love every single time that he is on at NFL Stroud on Twitter. I follow him. You should as well. Joining us here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line to tell us what's going on in Tampa is from the Tampa Bay Times, Rick Stroud. How you doing, Rick? I feel a lot like Bruce Arians. I think that I can confirm that was exactly his reaction. Like, <laughs> man. The the we booze, baby. Yeah, he was he was fired up, man. He was. Uh, if you could text emotion, he was texting me emotion with. Uh, I love his little cocktail glasses that you know the little mm-hmm. emojis there. Oh, he it, he's so. got a cocktail emoji glass. The, the oh, absolutely, like absolutely. a stiff drink. I like it. Had a couple of them last night to me. So yeah, he was uh, he was having a good time. So how did this all come about, Rick? Walk me through it. Best you can tell. Well, I mean, as, be- as best as I can, you know, figure. Um, and, and I, you know, talk to people that, uh, uh, you know, around Tom. I mean, you don't actually get Tom very often, but um, they had said, "Look, give this guy ninety days." Well, it only took forty, right? And uh, we know it. You know, Noah built an ark in forty days, so you can make up your mind about a lot of things. But <laughs> I, I think, uh, you know, I, I think it's something that he is. You know, more than hinted at, he has said, I don't know how I'll feel. He has said, never say never. Um, you know, a lot of those sort of uh, open door thing. Jason Light was going to keep the light on for him, right? Uh, which is a T-shirt somewhere for somebody to make. But uh, I think that, you know, when I talk to coaches and I talk to people, they stayed in contact with Brady. And they didn't always talk about football. Um, but there's been a lot of dialogue. And I think over the last four or five days, maybe, um, and I, I know this, Rich, because you know something's really hot. And, of course, they were in it for, for Deshaun Watson. I mean, they were looking at that situation uh, as well. But, but when everybody that you trust that you have access to goes zero dark 30 on you, you know something's really hot, you know. And so uh, I, think, I think, you know, the way the clumsy rollout of the retirement in the first place probably bothered them. You know, Tom was going to be the only one that announced it this time. They, they managed to keep that under wraps, at least for him to do that. And, um, you know, I, I think they never shut the door. You know, I think the Bucks played this perfectly, right? They, they obviously had to look at their options, and they were ready to move forward with it. And the timing is not coincidental. I mean, we're sitting here now. We have started the free agent negotiating period. They've already lost guard Alex Kappa. Um, but since Brady announced his, that he was coming back, they, they re-signed Ryan Jensen, their center. And they, they re-signed Aaron Stinney even before the announcement. So, uh, they'll be able to retain some of these free agents now, and if he's going to play, he wanted them to know that, and he wanted he wanted to be the greatest recruiter in the NFL, which he has been. So, um, all of that uh, sort of you know sort of got us to where we're at today. Any sense at all of, of when it really solidified? Because again, it was just six days after his social media blitz. Um, Interestingly enough, a day after he could have done it on his own podcast and didn't take that shot, that he did appear on his Let's Go pod and said, never say never. 
to the concept of being done. And then, you know, uh, Fred Couples, uh, during Combine Week, he winds up on Fred's podcast and says something along the lines of, he's just enjoying hanging out with his family and he's sleeping in his own childhood bedroom and, you know, and then he'll he'll assess things, how things look in June. And at that point in time, he had to be well down the road of 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 this decision. Any idea about the timing of when he actually decided this was not going to happen? Yeah, you know, I, I've asked people that, and I can't get a straight answer. And maybe it's because they don't know. Um, maybe Tom Tom will have to tell us if there was a moment, right, um, when he was doing something, watching something. Uh, for the near as I can figure, you know, in talking to people around him and coaches and whatnot, it came down to this. The guy can still flat-out play. He's a football player. This is what he does, and he does it as well as anyone in the world. He always has. He just finished the season, you know, where – you know, he led the NFL in passing 5,316 yards, 43 touchdowns, if not for, um, you know, a, a, a couple of bad defensive plays. He brought him back, you know, uh, against the Rams, uh, you know, but down 24 points and tied that game. And they, they go in overtime. If they win that, they host the 49ers, and maybe they beat the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl. I mean, that's how close these games are sometimes when you get into the postseason. We saw that. So, he feels like he has a chance to win, and he, and he knows he can play. And, and I just think, you know, he needed that time. Um, I don't know exactly what the pressure was to, to, to announce his retirement when he did. Um, I don't know the forces behind that. But I, I think that, you know, every offseason he does kind of the same thing, right? He takes a lot of time, spends a lot of time with his family, does a lot of traveling. Um, and I, I don't think he could stomach – come August when the training camps opened, not not being in the mix, not knowing that he's as good or better than most of the quarterbacks out there, if not all of them, and, and that he could he could still lead a team. And that's that's what he loves to do. I mean he's there's not many of these guys, there's exactly one of them, but he, he loves to play the game. I mean i think his love of football as much as anything is what this is about. And you know, certainly he doesn't have to prove anything to anybody else but himself. And I just think he felt like he would be too miserable watching right now, knowing that he's that good and he can still make a difference and, and te- lead a team to a championship. And then one last one on the timing of it, him being at the Man U um, yeah. game uh, match, pardon me, um, uh, over the weekend. W- was that just coincidence? He always wanted to take his family to Old Trafford or was he <laughs> locking things up with the Glazer family uh, face to face? Well, it was convenient timing. I don't know, you know, uh, Tom can pretty much fire up his own plane anytime he wants. Right. Me and you would have to make reservations, right? So yes. I, I don't know if it works like that. But, um, you know, it certainly I think people, a couple of things, Rich, we've talked about on, on your show, you know, this narrative that there was, you know, bad feelings between the Bucks or, or Bruce Arians. You know, I, I don't think any of that was ever true. I know how much he respects the Glazers, how grateful he is. Certainly they're grateful to him. Um, you know, he brought them a Lombardi trophy and all the notoriety and they're, and, and they're relevant again. And they are again for 2022. So I, I think they would have, you know, listened to Tom and, and, and accepted whatever decision he had. Um, but, but I think we'd be naive to think that, you know, while I'm sure he wanted to go see Ronaldo play, um, you know, and bring his sons. And that's a, that's a great experience. Uh, you know, that, that team is owned by the Glazer family. And that, that shows again, um, that there is a trust there, there's a bond there. And, you know, this this notion that he would go play somewhere else, I never really thought that that was a great possibility. 
Um, you know, the 49ers had said no to him when they drafted Gio Carmarzi. They said no to him when he left New England. I don't think he was going to give him a chance to say no a third time. Um, so if he was going to play, he was going to play here. And that's what the Bucks had been telling us. And I think you had to take them at their word. And I, I think, you know, just the way they went about it, you know, um, doing their homework, doing their research, ready to move on if they needed to, but always keeping that door open, the light on, whatever. I think that was important. So I'm sure he let the owners know the good news when he was out there. I think he certainly knew by then, and uh, from what I understand, he's known for several days. Rick Stroud here on the Rich Eisen Show from the Tampa Bay Times. So you just said moments ago that uh, you were told when Brady announced he was done, um, you know, give him 90 days, and he took 40, and that's how long it took Noah to build an arc. So um, I, I'm just wondering, how, how does Lombardi come in twos now in Tampa? <laughs> Um, and so what, what now, what, what, what are the maneuvers that you're, that, you know, Jason Leiter's working on right now with the new league year officially coming in a couple of days? What do you think? Well, he's got a lot. Yeah. He's got a lot of important free agents to resign. And, and I think, you know, they started that process when they franchised Chris Godwin, who I think they absolutely want to get a long-term extension with him. Uh, probably prior to the start of the new league year, if they can, uh, that's when the salary cap matters. Uh, and that's $19.2 million that, that they would rather not have in that form on the cap. And so, you know, I think they're focused on that. Um, they obviously, you know, I mentioned that they re-signed, you know, a guard, uh, really two of them if you count Aaron Stenny. So they're going to have the five linemen that uh, started the Super Bowl and, and, and two other playoff games, which is in a bad place. they got to do some work at receiver. Um, you know, we know Godwin's re-signed, but they, they, they were thin at that position, whether that's through the draft. And, and they've got to, you know, keep that defense intact. I mean, I think Carlton Davis is going to get a lot of action, you know, and he may leave. We don't know. They still have Sean Murphy bunting. They still have Jamel Dean. They have guys back there. Um, Jordan Whitehead is a real impact safety that they would like to keep if they could. Um, and then you've got guys like Sue, who I'm not sure if, if he moves on or not, and JPP or different situations because they're older players. And I think they want to get younger on the defensive line. But the, the goal is, you know, let's build a championship team. And when you have Tom Brady, you, you know you're in the mix. You know guys um, will want to win a ring. And, and I just think that, you know, they, they have to do everything they can, push more money back if they have to, um, because you take every year as a gift. And, and this was certainly one that, um, you know, that, that, that kind of came back to them. And, and they're not going to waste the opportunity. They're going to try to go for it again. And then what about Brady? Because technically this was the yeah. – window dressing year right uh of whatever contract that clearly they were hoping he'd play on it but what the number's like 10 million bucks he's not playing on that number right so the question is what about him yeah. and do we see a contract with a so-called you know window dressing year to to push things around salary cap that will leave us over the next year wondering if brady will play that one too right like what what about that Rick Stroud. Yeah, Rich, he needs a new contract. There's no question because he had $15, $16 million of a deferred uh, bonus that, that, you know, disappeared and, and he's not going to play for $10 bucks or whatever is left on it. So they'll have to do a new deal with him. And I would, I would anticipate for salary cap reasons, much like he did a year ago, that that'll include an extra year, um, which could fall off in the future or he could play. And it, it kind of accomplishes two things, right? Because you know the first question that He's going to get and the one thing Tom Brady never wanted, I think, and probably still doesn't, is is a retirement tour. You know, he doesn't want a farewell. He doesn't. He doesn't want the rocking chairs and the gifts. And that's the last thing this guy wants. He wants you to think he could play till he's fifty, 
and maybe he will. And this, I think you have to look at it year to year clearly, but I would expect another year to be added to his deal um, because it accomplishes a lot of things. And he can say, look, I'm signed for two seasons. You know, I, I'm, I'm not thinking about next year. I'm, I'm focusing on winning. I, I mean, I know exactly what he's going to say. So um, that'll absolutely happen uh, sooner than later. And then Gronk is a formality for the Tommy and Gronky show, right? That's a yeah, man. It's, it's got to be right. I mean, that was that's such a good thing, and I, I can picture him now yelling at you know, "Hey, Ma, where's my football pants?" You know, that whole thing <laughs> is probably going on in Gronk's house right now. Um, so you know, Tommy was at a uh, he was at a strawberry festival concert. Now Tom Brady doesn't like strawberries, as you know, so he didn't accompany him to that. But he, he was at a concert the other night in Tampa. He's been working out. Uh, at the Bucks facility right. a couple days a week, from what I understand, Bruce Arians told us. So, I, I got to believe that uh, you know before before Tom came back, uh, the first call he made was probably to Gronk and said, uh, "We're back, baby." You know, and and that's uh, that's what I would expect would happen. Good times rolling still, right, man? There in Tampa, the, the folks there must be out of their minds, out of their minds, thinking that this thing was over and it's going to be Gabbert and who knows, 24 free agents are coming and the team is going to have to turn upside down and Arians is going to have to start over again. Um, unfortunately for Leftwich and Bowles, they did not get head coaching jobs, but fortunately for the Bucks, they're just running it back best they can, right? For net two, I mean, like, is that is that expected? I mean, how do we put everybody back together? It, but it, yeah, it I looks it. I, I, I don't know about Leonard. I mean, I don't know if they'll move on from him or not. Um, he's got to say in that, and, and I think they're always you know looking to, to upgrade and, and whatnot. But um, yeah, Rich, it was weird waking up this morning. It was you know, first of all, I don't know about you guys. I'm screwed up with this yep. whole time change oh, thing. You know, and it's like I said earlier, it's like it's 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 Jason Light savings time right, right now, right? Because he's I like he's it. the guy. He's the guy that's. Uh, that's running the show over here and everybody's excited. I felt like it's, I felt like I woke up and it was 2020 again. I mean, it really has that kind of buzz to it, you know, and if you've been in this league and you've covered teams like the bucks and, and others that, that lost for so many years, you know, they went 12 years without the playoffs until Tom came, you know, there's two sides of the NFL, right? There's the side where you're always grinding. You're trying to find a quarterback, you're rebuilding, you know, you have a five-year plan, a 10-year plan. Hell, these guys had a 12-year plan. And it, and it never came together. And then you get on the other side of the NFL where you win 29 games in two years in a Super Bowl, and you forget, you know, just, just how, how ugly uh, the other side can be. And that's where they were headed. I mean, with Kyle Trask and Blaine Gabbert, no disrespect, but that team was not going to probably contend for a championship. And they've got a, they've got a tough road. I mean, you know, Brady's taking a chance here a little bit. I mean, he could still play. We know he can win the NFC South, I think. We'll see. You know, they might be playing Deshaun Watson in New Orleans or Carolina. Uh, but that schedule, take a look at it. I mean, they play everybody that was in the playoffs last year. I mean, they've got Cincinnati. they got Kansas City. Um, you know, uh, they've got Arizona and San Francisco and the Rams and Pittsburgh and Baltimore. I mean, it is a daunting schedule uh, that these guys play. And they also got a game in Germany, which will, which will uh, you know, be quite an event. So, um, you know, you don't, you, you, you know, there's no guarantee Tom has another great year. He certainly can do it, but, you know, we never want to see him be like Ben or, 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 or Drew Brees at the end of his career either. So he's, he's rolling the dice, but he's betting on himself, and that's always been the best bet in the NFL. Love it. Rick Stroud, thanks for the time as always. You take care of yourself, man. Take care, guys. Look Appreciate for, it, Rich. Look for my call. It'll be coming again soon. Always does. Thanks. That's Rick Stroud right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Do me a favor. Call up that schedule.
Bucks? Please. Again, the schedule release show is not... It never is scheduled. We have no idea at NFL Network. Yeah, we sometimes like, hey. get a call saying, two days from now, let's yeah. go. And it could be before the draft, could be after the draft. We have no earthly idea. It's it's kind of like done when it's done. It's in the oven and it comes out when it's out. They have a really hard schedule. But the fact that they have this hard schedule. Really hard schedule. And the fact that Brady's coming back, you could say they needed him to come back. Desperately needed him to come back. Because, you know. Rick Stroud, we just hung up from him, Tampa Bay Times. He, he said, uh, Blaine Gabbert, Kyle Trask, no disrespect. You got to say the no disrespect before, before you say the next sentence. You can't retroactively apply the respect that you never intended to apply. The disrespect. Correct. Yeah. Well, no, you, you intended to apply the, the respect. You well, never, when you say it after, it's just a clear disrespect. No question. Yeah. So... Um, they would not. They, this this sounds this sounds like four and thirteen with them, oh. and who knows with Brady. But just as you say these names, Chris, of these games, just think about what it means now that Brady is playing in them. Go for it, Chris. All right, the uh, road games. Yes, Arizona, oh. uh, Atlanta, Carolina, Cleveland. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's, let's to... just take just take oh, a right. take a beat here. So Arizona, yeah. Brady versus Murray. I think for the first At time, Arizona. I don't, re- I don't, rec- I don't, I don't, I don't recall those two pl- nope. playing each other. Next one, Brady versus Matt Ryan again. Again, okay. We all know from your world where you understand the background. Okay. Yep. Um, of Atlanta fans, what that means. Brady versus who? The Browns, you said as well. Yeah, at, at Cleveland. Okay. Um, Brady coming to Cleveland. That's going to be lit. Baker versus Brady. Fantastic. What else you got? Uh, at Carolina. At Carolina. Obviously. Could it be him versus Deshaun Watson at that point in time? Same thing at New Orleans. Could be Deshaun Watson. Oh, my gosh. Could be Jameis. Again. Yes. At Pittsburgh. At Pittsburgh, PA. Brady one more time in Heinz Field. Get out of here. Get out of here. At San Francisco. At San Francisco, where he might sleep in his own childhood bed bed before sunning (laughs) the San Francisco 49ers if he can. Oh, man. All right, now the home games. Yes. Uh, Of course, Atlanta, Carolina, New Orleans. Yes. But also home for the Rams. The Rams coming back to the spot (laughs) where we all thought it was over because the Rams. I thought the Rams will be like, I thought we stopped this. I thought we put an end to this. (laughs) And instead, here's Brady versus the Rams again. Amazing. Keep uh, they're, going. They're home for Seattle. Seattle. Much different looking team. Well, right? I mean, look, who knows? It could be Drew Locke coming into town. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> who knows? Uh, home for Baltimore. Baltimore. Lamar and the Baltimore Ravens coming to Tampa. Oh, this is amazing. Home for the Brady, And Brady versus the Ravens. How many times have there been classic confrontations there? Home for the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati, Joe Burrow versus Brady, which is going to be amazing Super Bowl preview. Yeah, it'll be fun. I like it. And in the minds of Albert Breer, Michigan versus Ohio State. What else you got over there, Chris? Home for the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. One more time in the spot where that Super Bowl went down. Get out of here. Home for the Green Bay Packers. Oh, M. G. Yes. 
And then they're at Dallas. At Dallas, everybody. Oh, wow. The varsity. <laughs> the varsity, as you put it, TJ. Yeah, I was looking forward to that game, and now... Not so much. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> That's it? That's and by the way, one of those uh, home games is going to be in Germany. Right. Which one is that going to be? They'll get on the Winnebago, like stripes and go. Right? Well, zip in and out real quick. Real quick. <laughs> Which one's that going to be? Where are they really uh, send over there? Seattle. Oh, <laughs> okay. Two of those are going to be night primetime games. Oh, dude. Right? It means, it just get ready. Let's right? Know. Sunday night football, I think. I mean, Brady's return just served up a whole Thursday heck night. of a full amount of filet mignon in front of the yeah. schedule makers. Can't wait for that. Let's take a oh. break. When we come back here on the Rich Eisen Show, there's one last aspect of the Brady return that um, is particularly expensive for one individual we have no idea the name of. I think some of you might know what I'm talking about. If not, you got to stay tuned. And breaking news involving the Arizona Cardinals I was talking about. Coming up. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning. Or at least... The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the program. So one last item to put to bed here for Brady for just our first hour. We've been very Brady-centric, and we'll speak about a ton of other stuff as we move forward here on this three-hour program, there is one, well, I mean, many individuals that are disappointed in Brady's return, which is anybody that's got to compete against him and certainly in his division and certainly in his conference. And then it's whoever spent over $500,000 at auction just this very weekend for his 
supposed last touchdown ball thrown. This was in the divisional playoff round. It was over Jalen Ramsey into the arms of Mike Evans, who then flung it into the crowd. (laughs) And we were talking about it as soon as Brady announced that he was done. Like, where is that football? And I even saw Mike Evans backstage at NFL Honors lining up to show up on stage for his honor along with the rest of the Walter Payton Men of the Year Award nominees that got their well-deserved moment on stage that night. And I saw him and I said, dude, you got to stop throwing footballs away. (laughs) Because as you recall, he handed off the 600th career touchdown pass of Tom Brady of his career. And... That one wound up in the hands of the guy wound up on this program through his 15 minutes of fame. Right? And he got Bitcoin. Yeah. Right? Bitcoin, jerseys, season tickets for this coming year right? also. Coming up. Hey, that's not that's <laughs> hey, good, right? Yeah. He got all kinds of stuff. But at least what he's got is something that he's happy to have. Absolutely. Mike Evans throwing this ball into the crowd means this individual who spent $518,000 on that football now has just the football that was thrown by Tom Brady in the division playoffs that we thought had significant value. And I'm just wondering, what is the rule on this? Like, there's no receipt, right? You can't ask, you you can't do anything about it, right? No. Like, they're not going to reverse this trend. If all the time, like Brady, if he had announced the day before. So the guy or lady who received that football because it landed in their hands because Mike Evans just threw it to them, mm-hmm. they're now $518,000 minus whatever fees Leland's richer, <laughs> you know, takes. Yeah. They they have they're not giving that money back okay, unless so, uh, yeah. has it re- no. has it been received yet? Can so, you not now pay it? Yeah, it's been about. Can you ghost it on it? The week before the Super Bowl, I think. So I would assume but it was that. Sad. So the, the sale went down on Saturday, right? Okay. So Darren Ravel has kind of been all, all over this. Leewins uh, took about twenty percent of the cut, but he is speculating that the item hasn't actually been paid for yet because the bill of sale comes close on Monday. Okay. So he's guessing that the wire transfer has yet to even go through and that the likelihood that Leewins will void the sale completely is most likely. But wow. <laughs> so turn the machines back on because the machines hadn't been turned on yet? Right. What, what if this transaction had been done on a Monday, then it could have been done and then you're just like, sorry, right. we're out. So because it happened on Saturday, actually lucky for the buyer. But the seller's out of luck. Yeah. So, so let me just say this. This is now the second time Mike <laughs> Evans has created a major, major to do flipping a football into the stands, which means next year more footballs being flipped because he says he will never stop doing no, that. No, he will always keep doing it. This is going to be great. So there is some lucky customer that should go to the game who has no idea. It's, it's kind of like, you know. Willy Wonka, you open the chocolate bar and there's a golden ticket in there or not. <laughs> Do you think this no is going to affect Tom in any way? Like if Tom no. knows he has a, like a milestone coming. Yeah, he's not going to look at Evans. And he's got two receivers. Yeah. He's like, well, there's Evans and there's Gronk. Evans is going to throw the ball in the stands. <laughs> Gronk double team? Well, Gronk's going to spike it. But I'll you know it during the whole Antonio Brown kerfuffle, mm. 
that uh, Brady would target Lucifer himself if he was open and it meant points for the team. True. So I'm just saying, though, you know, with Antonio <laughs> Brown saying he's not targeting me because he knows that he's trying to help the team with the money and all that stuff and incentives <clears throat> to try and save the Glazers some cash by not throwing to me. Even though Tom got A-B jobs. No, what I think he twice. will do, what I think the person who's back on now, so whoever bought the ball can be off the hook. Whoever sold the ball is unfortunately SOL potentially. And whoever's job it was for Tampa who thought, now I'm out of a job, even though he still has a job, but he's out of this role, now return to the role of Get the ball from Mike Evans as fast as possible, guy. Who <laughs> that runs guy was over. so good, though. The one that guy was, yeah, well, he I mean, was amazing. He, I know. Just couldn't get there in time to bat down the, <laughs> the throw into the end zone, throw into the stands. What they need to do is just put up a giant net like Major League Baseball is done. Well, do remember the sideline. The ball that he went and grabbed, that wasn't Mike Evans. That was uh, that other receiver who caught one oh, touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it dropped. I can't remember the guy's well, that name. Was career, that was career touchdown pass number what? That was that game winner against Buffalo. Right. I can't keep track of which yeah, ones so were handed many. away. So he dropped the ball. That's when Homeboy ran and got he it. Ran and Mike Evans, That's one, right. you have no shot. He's just I catching think the it. The only solution it. is a net. Put up the net so Mike can't throw so it. So just like the- it's time <laughs> now to kick the extra point, you put up the net. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you score the touchdown, <laughs> you just get up the net. You yeah. see Mike running to the end zone. Problem it's like, solved. Oh, Problem okay. solved. <laughs> but only for Mike Evans touchdowns. Yeah. When you see Mike heading towards the end zone for right. a touchdown, you got guys like, pull the net, pull the net. That's the move. We cover all everything, man. Aspects. That's why I love coming to work every day. Stories here. That's why I love coming to work. Honestly, my first thought is: Do you keep a receipt with that? Well, James. So again, it's just like because it happened over the weekend in the business day, first business day in which this transaction could become official. Hadn't had in in between the actual auction and the actual opening of 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 a business day. Tom Brady unretired making that football not worth the half million bucks. And and whoever's sitting there thinking, you know, the buyer might be out of it, I'm imagining they could afford If you're spending, you spend like your yeah. last 500000 yeah. on it, that's a big problem. That's the thing. If you were the one buying this ball, I don't feel bad for you because if you buy the ball for half a mil, then your life's pretty good. You, you're not sweating that. But the person who thought they were going to get 400, 500 grand, that is life-changing money. And now... The life is not going to get changed. And that's, uh, you got to feel for them, Brockman, yeah. just a little bit. Yeah. And that's too bad. Okay. So, uh, top of the next hour, we're going to hit um, yet more NFL news that's breaking. And by the way, the brackets are in. We'll hit on that. Mike Tannenbaum will join us at, to try and tell us some of these dollars and cents of some of these deals of what's going on and try and make some oh. actual sense of it. And I know you just saw what I just saw, but I don't want to announce it right okay. here because there's a minute to go in this hour and I don't want to get terribly into it. But if you want, um, you know, uh, hit it right here. Just and, real quick? Well, I mean, and then we'll and then we'll discuss it. Or do you want to just tease it? Let's tease it. Tease it. Because I know that you've just okay. said it. I'll yeah. just tease You're this. You're better, Brock. The Pittsburgh tease Steelers have tease signed it. a quarterback. They have. And I can't wait to talk about it with you because it's significant news. And in terms of, well, who, who could that possibly be? You know it can't be Deshaun Watson because that would mean you'd have to trade for him. And that's the same thing with Jimmy Garoppolo. But the Steelers have made a move. And this is going to make 2022 that much more interesting. That's why we love days like this. I'll rain down my judgment and we'll move forward. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I will talk about this at the top of the next hour because, uh, you know what, Mike, you know what it is. Go for it.
because it's high on my damn agenda. Well done. <laughs> you know what I was nailed looking it. for. You nailed it. You stuck the landing. Very good. All right. Hour number two coming up. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial in this awesome Monday edition.